I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everyone, to AFTV and the Forever Arsenal podcast. Let's get straight into it. Lee, you've got something to get off your chest. What is it, my friend? <laughs> I've got nothing to get off my chest, like, you know what I mean? I'm no. not happy with you, of course. Why, Leaving why, me in the background for 10 minutes and then slagging me off and trying to get me points deducted. Other than that, I've worked so out you... now that we signed Jorginho, not Janino. So that's how I'm <laughs> <right> <laughs> you ten... Thanks for the comments. gave you 10 minutes to type the link in because you, you haven't heard of the copy and paste button. I have worked that out now. Funny, it's me about six years, but I have now worked out to copy well, and paste. Well, well. I'll tell you what I am going to copy. I'm going to copy this, and when I see you, I'm going to paste you. You know what I mean? That's the way we're going to go, <laughs> like, you know? But yeah, I've worked out to do that, so I'm quite pleased. So, uh, um, But listen, I'm going to say this now. <clears throat> when Turkey's coming back, because, like, you know, as much as poor on t- timing he is, he does get the old, um, the link up. You know, not, not not with a minute to go, like you know. I don't oh, know what you lads think about this. It's not acceptable, really, is it? Come on. It's, it's not, Does it's it make not, you feel better great. if you have it ten hours earlier? No, I, I, about half hour early, so you can test out everything, make sure you you know, because I'm the ultimate, the ultimate professional. I don't yeah, like yeah. all this uh, slap dash stuff. I know, like you youngsters are like that, but I, I don't know about. Well, I'm, I'm pretty well, sure. Well, it's got to be slap dash. Jordan gets us here at eight in the morning. Huh? I mean, I mean, I've been up for two hours. To be fair, so most people <laughs> in the world freak, are up. We know you're. Well, a freak. I, was up, I was up at half six. To be fair, but you there know you go. Oh, so I was up early too. So yeah, it's not yeah. just me, mate. Oh, you know what, you get points for that getting up early, like you weirdos. Like, <laughs> you know, what I mean? like, you know? was it still <laughs> dark out? Oh yeah, definitely. It's cold. I know that it's freezing. But I, I know why you need the link early. I know why. I only realised today. For anyone, obviously, you guys went backstage for the for the viewers. Lee jumped in. And he was practicing how to say Janino for all of you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Janino. Right, I've got it off to 18 now. Though, he's you know. there. He's there. He's there. Well done. Well, well, done. Uh, well done, everyone. Welcome uh, back so, to so, the... So, sorry, sorry, James. Quick one. I was thinking last night. Go on. Sorry, sorry. It's just on Jorginho. Is he the first Italian we've, we've signed? No. I don't know about first Italian international. We've signed Manoni, didn't we, the goalkeeper? Oh, yeah. Must have been a bit younger because he was more of an academy prospect, wasn't he? What was the forward we signed? Italian? Yeah, it was a forward. Come through, he was a youth player. I don't know. I think Jorginho Jorginho and Monone are the only Italians I've known or seen play for us. There was another. He was was a youngster, played up front. Put it in the comments. Okay. (laughs) Can't think of his name. But I don't think we've had an Italian international, have we? There you go. Our first ever Italian international at Arsenal. Jorginho. Well, he's actually Brazilian. Anyway. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the program. Sorry to steal your thunder there, Jordan. No, no worries. Anyway, yeah, sorry, sorry. Power through. Um, This is more of a preview show today. We did go into a lot of detail around... Arsenal's defeat uh, to Everton, but also the fact that Man City perhaps did us a little bit of a favour. Well, Tottenham did us a big favour. Harry Kane's 167th 
and record-breaking goal did Arsenal a bit of a favour, which made that, I think, a bit easier for everyone to stomach. Um, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about Jesus today and the, the concept, the concept, the, the prospect of him being back quite soon. Yes, Lee, I haven't even finished and your hands are. What do you want? I just just want to say, I just want to address something. Like, you know, uh, yes. a, a, a few people have thought I was very, very negative after the game against Everton. Like, you know, um, yes, I was because, you know, I go game for game. But my mate come up with a fantastic point and it made me feel a little bit better. And I feel that I should share it with you guys was that he actually said, oh, um, he watched the show. And he, he said that um, oh, he was a bit down and all that. Like, and I said, yeah, because of the performance and, and the way we played and obviously losing. He goes, I'll tell you this now, Lee. He goes, it don't matter what team played. Any team in the Premier League went to that game on Saturday, they would have lost. Don't matter if it was Manchester City, Tottenham, Chelsea, Manchester United, they would have lost that game. They was that good, Everton. You know what I mean? So, there yeah, you I go. Got, I, think, I think it's got a point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I looked at it. I, you know, I, I look back on it and, you know, it, it, it was a fair, fair assumption, really. So, listen, I, I was disappointed, but... You know the players have earned the right to go again, and and and, and forget about that performance. And uh, I have forgot about that performance now, and looking forward to Brentford. That's oh. all I have to say. Intro take three. So we're going to talk about Jesus, um, and then we're going to preview the Brentford game. And uh, the the last thing I wanted to touch on was, I mean, we can't do too just much. to cut you there again, James. When is Turkish back? Because I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I, I need sorry, him. Sorry, I need sorry, him back sorry, to fill in. Sorry, sorry, sorry James. You're doing a great job. Sorry. Well, thank sorry. you so much. <laughs> I um, wouldn't say great. He's doing a job, but no, I wouldn't say great. And I'd like to touch on the Man United result because Sharoy and I declared them. <clears throat> What's the point? <laughs> mute, mute everyone whilst you're doing the intro. Just mute That's, everyone. I forget I have that power. <laughs> Hold on. There we go. We've shut up Jordan. Right, everyone quiet. Okay, I can finish this. We're going to talk about Man United's result, the title race, and how we're kind of foreseeing the rest of the season. Brilliant. Now you're back in. You're back in. Ah, oh, very good. Very good. Got to do that. That. Six minutes into the pod, and Lee's. You've got the power. Game. You've got the. You've used your power. Thank you. I did. I did. It is quite a good position. This. Let. Okay. Let's talk about Man United. They drew two two leads. Fair play. A decent comeback. Uh, a video went out on the channel. We discussed it in a live show. Uh, Cecil and I um, looking at kind of what fixtures were remaining. Um, but it does. It does fill me with hope. You know, Spurs. And City, you know, was a part of this. And now United with Leeds. And there's still a long, long way to go. But the fact that the gap is, I tell you what, eight points of the game in hand doesn't sound as good as seven points with two games in hand. You know, and not opportunity for Man United to potentially cut that gap a little bit is gone. And it's just another little step forward for Arsenal. And these are the little things when you're battling out at the top, the results that, you know, everyone else gets, you know, they could be a little boost for us, and that's another little boost potentially going into Brentford, Troy. Yeah, definitely. I, but I know it sounds cliche. This is that period of the season when you will get managerial changes and, and you will get teams at the bottom that have suddenly realised they have to get their arse in gear and they're fighting for their lives. So I can guarantee you that is not going to be the first result of that ilk from a team that's fighting for relegation. And, and we may be on the wrong end of one again at some point in the near future. I mean, and I completely understand what you're saying about how, how the table looks. I, I said on the last pod, and I, I said on the big six, that with United only three points behind Man City, I had actually started looking at them again because of the fact that we have to play Man City twice and one, if not both, you know, will drop points at some point, right? And I think quietly, although Manchester United fans may not have been articulating it and they might have been sitting on it, I think they also thought that they had an outside chance, but but going 2-0 down last night, I'll be honest, at 2-0, because it was at Old Trafford, I I wasn't nailed on that Manchester United were going to lose that game even at 2-0. Um, I've seen it so many times over the years where they do come back. But the one the one thing I would say about last night, I don't I know it's an Arsenal pod, but I do think that Ten Hag got it slightly wrong last night. I do think that he was he was largely to blame for for their lack of attacking threat in the first half. Um, I don't know why the hell you'd move Marcus Rashford out of position when he's been on fire since he's come back from the World Cup. 
And I think had had he not made the substitutions that he'd made at that point in time, they may have gone on to win the game because they actually had, you know, all all, all of all of the all of the tailwind, and and they they couldn't get the result. So I don't I don't want to I kind of want to look at Arteta's mindset or, or use Arteta's mindset of us going game by game and not focusing on anyone else. As a football fan, you can't help it, man. You can't help but look at the table. You can't help but look at the fixtures to come. You, you can't help but look at how many points you can accumulate. The game by game thing is the ultimate professional mindset. But I'll be honest, I've never been able to do it. No, no. And because it gives you an insight into, well, these are the tougher games. This is the probability. This is the chances. This is where we could be. I mean, I was looking at come the fixture on April 1st. I don't think it includes the game on April 1st. We have nine games. Six of them are at home. It's a real opportunity for momentum to build now. The Everton game, um, the, the, the rematch, the second date with Sean Dyche has been booked in um, very soon. That's March the 1st. So there's some opportunities for Arsenal here to put together some momentum. And it starts with Brentford. If we can just chalk off the Everton game as a one-off, Arsenal can hopefully start to build momentum. We've actually got a history of losing to Everton and then going on a really good run. So touch wood, I haven't gone and jinxed that now. But um you know, hopefully there's something there for us. Well, Lee, how are you looking at these next nine games or six at home as well in particular? Well, I, you know, Sheroy makes a fantastic point there because you should be like game, game from game, but you do look at the fixtures. You do, you know, as a fan, you look at the fixtures because you, you, you're you playing what, what you're going to be doing as well, like, do you know what I mean? So it's not like you... you you are looking at it as another... I, I use that as an excuse, like, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, but we've got nine games that... Um, We've got a very, very good chance of putting some uh, some points on the ball. Really, points on the ball. I think. I look at it. I think the one game you would look at in the next sort of few games, obviously the Manchester City game and the Liverpool away game, and the other games you'd fancy Arsenal to to win with the form that they've been in. A couple of things on 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 last last night's game, and I think it's a. Uh, um, really, where this Premier League is, if you're not on it. You will get caught out, and and uh, on that first 20, 25, well, first half, Leeds were really up for it, and Manchester United wasn't. They just thought like maybe that that thing of oh, when we turn up and we beat them. But I was very very impressed with Leeds, and I don't think any team would have lived with Leeds in that first half. I thought they could have been actually been uh, more than one 0 up, like you know they'd have been a little bit disappointed about it. The second point is I was I was uh, coming home on, listening on the radio, Sam Matterface. I'm calling this this man out I, I, I like to swear at him like you know what I mean he actually said on talk sport you can have a go at him when you see him Jordan he went oh this is a massive opportunity for um, Manchester United with the form that Manchester City and Arsenal are in I heard that I was driving as well and I heard that and I thought one loss one loss you know what I mean like the form that Arsenal are in we've lost one game you know what I mean like don't, it's ridiculous and this is the this is the mentality of what we've got to do people think because we've lost one game it's all all terrible now like you know maybe, so, maybe including the cup game well yeah it could be it could be looking at that so it's two and two you know so um, you know uh I, 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 I could go on that, but like you know, we're talking league games here, you know, and um, I just think at the end of the day, do you know what they've all, you know, there's been a massive, um, there's been a massive like uh, I don't know, not I'm not having a go at Newcastle here or, or Manchester United, but like oh Man United, they're back, fantastic home form, eight wins on the spin, Rashford doing this, Newcastle doing it with Arsenal, oh another test, we slip up, they slip up. You know, we, we don't seem to get the same sort of credit as as other teams. So I actually agree with that. I actually agree with that. I, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I guess different stages of a process. Arsenal have had Arteta for a long time, but I sort of know what you mean. And, and I've been very quick to praise Ten Hag. I, I mean, you know, because I think he deserves oh, it. Great I, think job. United, I think United have come a long way. He's done really well. But it, it sort of never gets mentioned did spend 230 million in his first window. And he did come into a, a club yeah. that only last season added Sancho Varane and already has some phenomenal players. Like, you know, Rashford is a good player, like a very good player, and credit to him for getting that out of him. But also, you know, it was just how bad the other managers were that made you realise he wasn't. Not that actually a manager should be getting a lot out of Rashford, he's, but he's getting above and beyond. And that's where the praise is. I sort of know what you mean. You know, they've been on this amazing home run. 
but also look at, apart from Man City, look at the teams they've beaten in that home run. And, you know, but Arsenal are undefeated in the league at home. It's only Newcastle who have come and taken points off us. And even then, we were unlucky not to. I know what you mean. It feels like Arsenal have to do more to earn the praise. But I, but, but I think when I've got that Arsenal hat on, I think maybe you just notice it that way. I think every club, every fan feels that their club probably don't get the... I just noticed it, like you know, just saying, like was put, you know, when he said that on the radio yesterday, and and I, I think at the end of the end of it, you know, Everton should should, should take the praise for what they'd done and at the, uh, against us. When I look back on it, they were fantastic, and yeah, I also yeah. thought Leeds yesterday were fantastic as well. Like you know, if you look down at that bottom of the, the league, I think probably you'd say Southampton and Bournemouth for probably like two that will go. The next one there, oh, I haven't got a clue, you know what I mean? And there's some big teams down there. So uh, it's going to be interesting at the top and it's going to be very interesting at the bottom as well. Jordan, are you keeping on United's results? Did Was yesterday a little boost for you? Was it a little like, oh, that's good. Keep them away. Can I just... Can I just first of all say that I'm not here on behalf of Talk Sports and anything that Talk Sports say or put out is I'm not responsible for. Trying to make that very, very clear. Um, no. Is the answer, James. I'm not looking at United. Manchester United, for me, are not in the title race. They weren't in the title race. They never have been in the title race, as far as I'm concerned. I know people look at the table and they say the whole, oh, yeah, but X team, there's only Y points off the top. That's relevant to a degree. The eye test. I look at Manchester United and I don't see a team that I believe can win the Premier League, win the, win the Premier League this season. I just don't see that team. I see a team that is had a brilliant season. I, I agree with you. I think Ten Hag's done a, done a, an amazing job. I don't think he's got anything wrong since he's got to United. I can't think of anything that he's done that he's got wrong. Uh, nothing significant anyway. Okay, maybe a tactic here or there. But um, even in the Brentford and Brighton games, they lost in the early part of the season. You can argue he was still trying to understand his team. He just he just arrived. So he maybe gets a slight pass even there. Um but no, I don't look at United. And I'm, I'm arguing with people that say to me, oh, of course they're in the race, of course they're in the race. My response is always, well, if I'm on the starting blocks of a 100-meter final race with Usain Bolt in the next lane, does anybody in that stadium believe that I can win that race? I mean, I'm in the race. I'm in the race technically, but does anybody in that arena believe I can win that race? The answer is no. And it's the same here. United may be in the race because they're not miles off the top. But nobody really, for me, unless you're a diehard United fan who's hoping, no one for me really believes that United can overcome City and Arsenal and win this title. Listen, I could have egg on my face come the end of the season. I don't think I will. So for me, I don't look at their results. Um, last night, just for me, epitomised what I've always thought about United. A good team that's getting better, but you don't lose, you, you don't go 2-0 down to a Leeds team at home. Release team that is fighting relegation for me. If you're serious about winning the title, so no, I don't. I don't look at their results. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think I, 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 I kind of got what you're saying. For me, just any little boost, anyone that feels like they're on the up, that's putting a run of wins together, and it, and is closing that gap to some degree on us, and in, in or, or at least maintaining pressure. You know, we lost Everton day one, so it closed it a little bit. I'm just happy to see that um, that gap diminish slightly. Yeah, yeah, go on, Lee. Yeah, um, you know, I like, I, I like what Jordan says there, but I disagree with him on this one, like, because, um, and, and I'll tell you why, I, I feel Man United a little bit like Arsenal were in 98, you know what I mean? They was uh, brought in a few new players. Come January, we was 10 points off of it. No real, uh, lost to Blackburn at home. No real chance of uh, winning the title. And then just put in an, an, an amazing run and, and come from behind and, and beat Man United and, and deservedly so. So I get what you're saying that then, you know, like with the Usain Bolt, I like that. But if Usain Bolt sprints off and pulls his hamstring, there's a chance that you can win it. You know what I mean? And why they're still in there, um, Arsenal and Man City could beat each other up um, and, you know, lose one can lose confidence from that. Um, Arsenal could, uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me, guys, and I mean this, and I don't mean this horribly, if Arsenal don't beat Brentford on, on, on Saturday, it wouldn't be like, oh, uh, Oh, I'm totally disappointed with that. You know what I mean? I, I think that... that um, it, would, it would surprise me. It would surprise me. Yeah, Saturday's going to be a tough... I think Saturday's going to be a tough game, but... You know, no, no, I agree. agree. Yeah, we're going to prove you that in a sec. Um, but, you know, just, so for me, like, Man United, that, that was a... Um, you know, they would have gone... Was it like, 
how many points have they gone? Five points behind. We had a we had a couple of games in hand on them, like you know. I, I'm I'm just pleased that they dropped points yesterday. Like, I think that was that's a good thing for us going into the to the games that we had. So uh, uh, any teams don't. The other thing with Man United, they've played us twice and they've played Manchester City twice. So, um, so that's, that's they, another they, reason why I don't think they're in as well because they can't they can't take points Lee off of us or City. No, they, they can't. But when, 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 when we drop points, they can capitalize because we yeah, exactly that. So. I think that was a that was a um, a nice little boost for us going into the weekend. That result yesterday. Brentford at home. The next game we've got then City at home next week. Trips to Villa, Leicester, and then Arsenal at home to Everton, and then at home to Bournemouth. And I think that's what I mean. I mean that's four mm. of the next six are at home, and then we've got Fulham away, Palace at home, Leeds at home. That completes the next nine games. Um, so a lot of home fixtures then, and that takes us to around you know, match week 30 and we're looking ahead at Liverpool and sort of what's left there. So it's a, it's an oh. opportunity. It's an opportunity. Oh, it does mean a tougher run to the end. It does mean Liverpool away, West Ham away, Southampton home and Man City away are the four after that. Uh, and then we end the season with Chelsea at home, Newcastle away, Brighton at home, Forest away, Wolves at home. But still a lot of football so, to be played. Sorry, sorry, James. Who are the next five games? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Brentford at home, City yeah. at home, Villa away, Leicester away, Everton at home. I'm going to chuck in Bournemouth at home after that as the sixth. Just so. And the fixtures are oh. quite interesting because you get Europa knocking about in there as well. And they clonked the Everton game, I think, March the 1st. That wasn't scheduled until yesterday yeah. or the day before. So we do have, I think, two eight or nine day periods where you've got three games. Yeah. So, so, can we, so we can, can we play, sorry, James, can we play Lee's game of predicting how many points we think we'll get in the next five games? Game by game, no. But we can. Chris Hudson. Chris Hudson absolutely hates this, by the way. I saw him I saw him tweet, tweet overnight. He was like, why do people keep trying to predict how many points we're going to get over the next five? Just think about the next one. He, he's the opposite of me. He's the ultimate professional. Just focus on the next game. No, no, Chris, is, Chris is right. Chris is right. In fairness, we used to do it. We did it a lot last season on the pod. And I think it was more of a what should Arsenal do? Arsenal had a really terrible start to the season and we were more setting targets. It was more, right, of these four, you've got to win three of them. You know, because it was a case of what's Arteta got to do to start making us feel like the team is going in the right mm. direction. Now it's more, what would we like? <laughs> what do we think? You know, things no, are great, right. aren't you're they? Right. That kind you're of right. thing. It, 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 but last year was a case of, Okay, I also really need to do something kind of what's acceptable. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go into the Jesus chat. What were you going to say there, Shiroi? Sorry. No, I was just going to say on the last pod, uh, Jordan said that he feels if we if we beat Brentford and then beat Man City, he thinks we're we're probably going to win the league, and that's where and that's when he'll start sort of really believing. So I, I mean, I was thinking about it after the pod, and I I actually probably feel the same. I think this Brent this Brentford game. Look, I mean, there's an, there's now an ever so slight hint of vulnerability because of the Everton loss, yeah. um, because, because the performance wasn't quite up there either, right? It wasn't just the result. The mm. Manchester United loss was just the result, but this, I think, this is also why Lee was so upset. It was actually the performance that he was mm. quite disheartened by. Um, so if we if we don't necessarily rectify that against Brentford, and and what, what I mean by that is get the three points and a good performance then Manchester City might come to the Emirates feeling as though they have a sniff. Whereas if we are very dominant against Brentford and get the three points, that Everton game really is then written off. That is the anomaly. And that wasn't at the Emirates. Then Manchester City come to us and we have a very, very strong psychological advantage. If we were then to beat them, I, I sort of agree with Jordan. I think that's just one too many body blows for them to recover from, particularly with what's going on around their club right now. I'm not entirely sure what the headspace of the players will be. Mm. It, it, can go, it can go one of two ways. It can be a, the whole world's against us, let's rally together. Or it can be a, 
Hi, sorry. Look, I, I, know, I, know, I know that we might not be going down, but would you reckon you could just see if there are any offers for the end of the season, just in case this guy's left? Do you know what I mean? It could, it could be one or the other. So I'm curious to see what their response is. And, and that's why I think maybe not the next five, but certainly the next two are of, of heightened importance. Yeah, and, and actually, if we don't do the job against Brentford, they've got Villa at home. I'm expecting them to win that game. And that means a win at the Emirates could put them above us or level with us. We've not done that our job against That would be a massive them. psychological thing. So, yeah, that, that is huge. That is huge. Also, James, just just like bringing it up about this Man City, like, you know, um, I don't know what's going to happen. No one knows what happened. But I honestly think that they may be looking at this and thinking this is our last chance to win the Champions League. You know what I mean? We've got a really... Mm. This this is this is it, you know what I mean? Like if it because if it goes wrong, they could get relegated, you know, and that means no Champions League football and whatever. If that if so, they actually could like focus a lot more. I know that, and they are focusing on the Champions League, but they might have to f- feel that they could focus on that even more. So um, this could that's be a really little, bit, bit of an I, advantage to us. I, I agree with Lee. I think actually that's been their focus from the start of the season. Mm. I think their focus has always been squad-wise, we're transitioning to a new phase of Man City being dominant in the league. I think they're thinking that the Champions League is a cup competition, that the squad they have, even in transition, is good enough to win the Champions League. I think that's always been the the, the, the focus and priority this season. And, and I agree. I think Martin Ziegler though said that it could take two to four years for this whole thing to be oh, right. um, to be resolved. So, I, you know, I know what you mean. Maybe, maybe Man City might feel anyway. Look, we know that this is happening, and you know we've got the group now that have got four out of five titles. Maybe we just prioritise that a little bit more. But um, yeah, I, th- I feel like it could be a while to resolve. Sure, I was going to ask you. Um, you know, maybe at another time, but you know, while we've got you here, from, from an Arsenal perspective, um, I know it sounds crazy, you know, trying to take the Man City situation and just sort of apply it to Arsenal, but, you know, we have had, there have been reports and murmurs of FFP keeping a little eye on Arsenal. Um, do, you, do you think this is anything that kind of we need to worry about? Do you think this is going to be setting a trend in football now that, you know, this is... They're going to be tighter on this kind of thing. I saw what you said on Big Six that we spoke brilliantly about it, and the whole independent regulator coming in potentially, and and that having an impact on the way the Premier League are acting might be a part of it. But I just wondered whether you think there's an Arsenal angle in any way, shape, or form that we should be considering. I think a lot of teams have sort of been really, really close to the great when it comes to financial fair play, and I think that's when you do appear on the watch list. Um, I'm, I'm sure that City aren't, but being close to the great is very different to not declaring the income of your manager, for example. You know, that that ultimately is just fraud. Uh, so, so from the Arsenal angle, what I would say is operate within the realms of the law insofar as you can. But if you want to stay on the right side of the, the, the financial fair play argument, one thing that I think the club have realised is they have to prioritise player sales. Um, because if we're, if we're not bringing in value for players and we're letting go of them, it does make it very hard for us to acquire our targets because we're going to have to shell out when not bringing in the revenue from the outgoings. And I think that's one thing that we've done brilliantly. So it seems as though we are trying to stay on the right side of financial fair play from an Arsenal angle. Because if I look at the squad value now and the amount of promising young players that we brought in, many of whom we, we didn't actually pay anything for because they're academy prospects or we paid relatively low fees for in the scheme of things. I'll, uh, Saliba is an example. Bringing him in, a lot of people said, well, you're paying a fair bit for someone that age, aren't you? But how much does he go for now? So it's a yeah, exactly. Martinelli's another. How much Martinelli was what? Six, six million? Six, six million. Mm. I mean, there are, there are a number of them that where, where you can use that example and say, you know what, actually, that sort of signing is very astute if you want to stay on the right side of things for financial fair play. And, and, and the, the only other point that I would make is I, I understand that Manchester City appear to have, appear to have done wrong uh, with, with 100 potential charges, right? And just going to timing, one, one of the problems there was actually non-disclosure and non-cooperation with the Premier League investigation. So if you're if you're talking about establishing over 100 charges and that arbitration panel also getting the disclosure that it seeks to, to be able to determine 100 charges, I do find it very unlikely for this to be resolved quickly, even if people have the best intentions to do so. This is going to be a very, very long, drawn-out process. If it was one accusation, it would be quite straightforward to determine, but we're talking over 100 here. It's, it's a fair bit. Can, can I just add, James, just briefly as well? I think it's a really interesting point about I don't know what Arsenal's finances are, but the Saliba, the kind of 
the, the scrutiny on clubs and what they're spending and what they have and what's going out, I think will be heightened more than ever. And I always like to think because Arsenal and Arsenal Wenger ran the club like a like it was their own personal fiefdom. I like to think that we are nowhere near um, the, 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 the brink or precipice of breaching any particular financial rules. I mean, we've been crap for 20 years. So at least if, if we've been crap for 20 years, at least tell me that, OK, we're, we're at least financially, you know, well run. That's the one upside, I guess, to, to not having any prems in the last two decades. But the Saliba contract is an interesting one for me because Sheroy kind of touched on it there. If we are not as prudent as I think and I hope we are, do we have to maybe sell an asset in order to balance books? And I think so the I, whole talk around Declan Rice is quite strong. Mm. Can we go big in the summer for two or three marquee signings as potential Premier League champions whilst also maintaining contracts that we currently have? Do we have to sacrifice and make profit on Saliba? Do you know what I mean? To potentially get well, a Rice I, or somebody. I have a feeling, sorry to cut you, John, I, I have a feeling that there is going to be one or two surprise sales this summer. Mm. Mm. I have a feeling that the squad's got itself in a good place and to replenish it, it'll be a case of sort of one or two bigs out and one or two bigs in, you know. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't want to. People will be up in arms in the comments. What you can't sell him? Look, I, I think if Balogun doesn't sign a new contract, you know, I think there's a good chance that they might sort of look to make a decision while his stock's so high. Tierney, Tierney may want to go. Tierney, maybe one of them, and. Mm-hmm. Don't hate me, people. Smith Rowe doesn't, you know, get. Bit. I said this. I've Maybe. said this on but two occasions, guys. Smith Rowe and I said um, Balogun. I can see them both le- leaving in the summer. I'm not saying I want them to go, but yeah. I said to you at the start of the season. I think Smith Rowe won't be at Arsenal next season. I don't think he'll be there next season. One, so I just don't this, think he can start for us. But two, there's profit to be made there. Supremely talented players who I would love to keep at the club. Tierney as well. But if they don't quite fit the way Arteta wants to play, um, and I'm not saying they don't, by the way, you know, but Smith Rowe and Balogun, why not? Tierney does in a different way to Zinchenko, um, you know. But their but their stocks really high, and big offers are coming in, and Arsenal are trying to get in there. You know, Arteta is trying to get his his Van Dijk and Allison moment now, isn't he? He's trying to get that level of player, and they really going to turn away from that. So, well, I guess we'll discuss that nearer the summer. But I, I, I think. When we do, and if stuff pops up, just remember that we've. I think we're all projecting this a little bit, but we'll see. That's a slightly more negative side of the transfer window. Let's look ahead to Brentford um, and the fact that you know they won three nil in their last game. They've generally been very solid this season, especially in big games. Uh, They got a result against Chelsea. They got a result against Spurs. They beat City at the Etihad. They beat United four nil. They've got players that they're sort of like everything you hate to play because they can, they can you know, be really solid with a back three and a really compact dynamic midfield. They've also got wing backs that can really stretch the pitch. They've also got real threats in the front line, whether it be Tony, whether it be Mbemo, Visser as well. They've got a few there. Uh, Dams guard, I don't know how much he's played, but we know he's a talented player. Um, so they've got some real threats there. And I, I look, I'm going to be going into every game saying this is a tough game because just in a title run and you're never going to hear me go, yeah, easy three points. But this, I think, legitimately is a test of Arsenal's ability to just stay patient and and break down a very stubborn side that are, are very accomplished in the Premier League now. Yeah, I agree. And I, I, don't, I don't want to sort of rest on the fact that we've beaten them 3-0 at their own gaff too much mm. because if, if people remember when that took place, very soon after the Queen's death, and, and, and there was a there was a minute silence at the beginning, and the Brentford owner, the fans, the manager, all came out and said, "Look, we're not here to make excuses. You were the better team on the day, but we mean it when we say that our atmosphere really does mean the world to us when when it comes to starting games." And there was just something a bit flat that day. We all mm. felt it, and Arsenal came, held us at range, ultimately professional, and dispatched us. But it will not be the same at the Emirates. Their fans will be loud. Their fans will be up for it. I think they. That, I might be wrong, but I don't think they've lost in the league since since the end of October. It's been just a- have a little look now. Wow! And I'm also seeing from side since since the World Cup, they're they're top of the form guide. Eight or nine Premier League games. I don't think they've lost in the league since the end of. October. <laughs> oh my word! They are. 
They won at the Etihad, don't forget. This wasn't beating a City team in Brentford. They went and got a 2-1 result at the Etihad. And they're, and they're currently occupying European places. So um, if anyone thinks they are just a bus stop in Hanslow, as Thomas Frank described them, you're, you're sadly mistaken. This is, this is going to be a tough game. But, go on. They're in great form. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I knew... I just knew from following results weekly, yeah, Brentford are in good form, aren't they? They're in unreal form. You know, they beat Liverpool 3 1. Uh, they beat West Ham 2 0. It was a 2 2 draw with Tottenham. And just have a quick look at the lineups. They're transitioning between a back three and a back four. So they're showing some real tactical flexibility. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're a very difficult team to beat. But look, if you look at what Eddie Nketiah, William Saliba said after the last game, they they basically come out and said, look, we're we're now we're going to make sure we win this one. You know, I know they're just words, but but if the players are hurting after a loss and the players really really want to get those three points and we're at home, I back I back us to do it. I back us to do it. Yeah, you got to. Um, Ivan Tony, how does he match up as uh, you know so against Saliba and Gabriel? I thought they did really well away from home to deal with you know to deal with the aerial threat. They went long a lot. They went for the switch a lot. I thought they dealt with that really well. This is a game where we're going to have more of the, even more of the ball than we did in that game. And I think we were pretty dominant in that one. One Probably one of our best away performances of the season. Um, but it was, you know, we're going to have more of the ball against uh, against them at the Emirates and maybe a degree of complacency or, or, or you know, sometimes concentration can go. And Ivan Tony's the kind of player who can, I just think he could just cause you problems. He's physical. He's a great passer of the ball. Um, you know, he, he scores goals as well. Um, the one you're particularly keeping an eye on, Lee? Yeah, obviously, like, you know, uh, I think that Calvin Lewin calls us all sorts of problems on um, yeah. Saturday and same similar, sort profile. Of, same similar sort of profile, like, you know. But uh, listen, we went to Brentford last time, remember the game, and, you know, we're just on the back of that Man United defeat. Um, and we, when we get to the ground, there was the rumours that Odegaard weren't playing. <clears throat> Which become true, and and Vieira come in and scored. You know, I, I I am worried about this game because one we lost to to Everton, but even if we'd have beaten Everton, I've been worried about this game because my 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 set is what do we do come Wednesday as well, and I think that fans and everybody is now slightly got one eye on um, Wednesday, and I think that it's in. The, the, the fascinating thing on Saturday for me will be the team will be the lineup. We we look at the lineup and we go, yeah, it's basically the, the same we all expect it to be. But I don't know if he's going to make. Oh, I said this, I touched on this last time that I think that does he make a couple of changes with one eye on on Wednesday, like you know, because I'd be very upset. Be I'd be very, I'd be very upset if, he, if I'm being honest with you, and that, and that sort of goes back to what I'm talking yeah. about in terms of. <laughs> not allowing City to feel any sense of vulnerability mm. when they come to the Emirates. If we if we depart from our first eleven for this Brentford game, and God forbid we drop points, that makes right. the City game so much more important and so much more difficult. I really just well, don't... I, I totally agree. Play. But I wouldn't be surprised, sure, I wouldn't be surprised uh, at two o'clock that Trossard's in instead of Martinelli. I would. And Tommy Asu's in, in, in place of Ben White. I wouldn't be surprised... Whether I would. I would want it or not, I don't know. I think that he may, he may not. You know, what I mean, if if I'd be honest, I wouldn't myself. I'd I'd go big in both games as the best team. In, you know, also that tells you that in my eyes, it tells you you can play three games a week and not worry about it. Like you know, because you know you beat Manchester City, you've got. I, I don't care what anybody says. If we win the next two games, we've then got Aston Villa and you've got the Uri Emery thing. You, and, you know, at some stage there will be a little bit of a tinker. Um, and, and I don't know. I, I, I'm just putting it out I, um, I, I, Sorry, what you just said, Lee, about, um, you know, keeping an eye on the next game. I, I again, I, I'm not sure. I'd be really disappointed if he did that. I also think even if he sort of made those changes and won, what I don't know what... I was going to say, I don't know what kind of message it sends. It might send the message, look, we can rotate, we're still brilliant. It might send the message of, look how worried we are about City. I don't know. But more so, I I, I kind of want him to just go, it's Brentford. I know you said that maybe there's an eye on the City game. I'll be really honest. I personally haven't I haven't thought about it. I, mean, I know I was just projecting uh, uh, the upcoming games, I, admittedly. But I, I mean, my, my honestly, I'm just like, 
Brentford, I really hope we beat them. I, 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 really I agree, but I'll them. put this scenario to you. I'll put this scenario to you, like, you know, what would you prefer to have? Partey playing against Brentford or Man City? Well, okay. So what happens if he plays against Brentford and he breaks Brentford. down? Which, sure. Uh, so you were talking about changes, but I think that might be the only change we do see because came off injured against City, didn't complete the game against Everton. Um, you know, and Jorginho, experienced Premier League player, didn't have a, the greatest of cameos, though I think probably got the criticism a little bit too harsh on him. Um, but I think he's a player that Arteta legitimately trusts, even though he's only had him like a week. Um, so I could see Jorginho playing that game. I'd go the other way. I'd go the so other would way. I. So would if I. Partey, if, Partey, if Partey plays against Brentford, fine. If if I see Trossard and Tomiyasu, the ones that Lee mentioned, I don't think that's rotating because of fitness. I think that's form. I think he's actually yeah. saying that, no, you know what? Ben White yeah, has looked a bit off it, and I think this is my strongest team. At which point, I wouldn't be asked. My only yeah, point really. is to play the team that you think is your strongest team. I'm not here to question what you think that is. I don't see them train day in and day out. Yeah. But if you, So if you're, if you're going Trossard and Tommy, I actually don't think it's fitness. I think if he's done that, it's because he thinks that's the best level. Yeah, that's a really I, good point. I, I wouldn't be disappointed uh, to what Lee's point about him rotating. I'd be fuming. I'd be actually, I'd be so angry if you're, by the way, my girlfriend's from that area, Brentford. So if we lose this game, I can't, I won't be in the end of it. So there's no way we can lose this game. If only for my fucking sanity. Um, but I'd be fuming if you're, at a, I, 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 the Man City game, it, it sounds wild. I, I don't care. I don't, I, I don't care. This game is huge. This game is so, so big. If we drop points in this game, we're in trouble. We are in trouble because I'm not. I'm actually even convinced that City necessarily beat Villa on the weekend. I don't think that's a foregone conclusion, but no. City will be the favourites. If we don't win this game, we are in trouble. Not only because City will smell blood, but then you have a very young, inexperienced team at Arsenal thinking, oh, actually, are we that good? Can we go all the way? Can we get it over the line? And then you get the PTSD of last year. I wasn't concerned. I said to Lee in the last pod, I wasn't concerned about the Everton loss because I, I see it in my mind as a one-off. If we don't beat Brentford, it then becomes part of a bigger problem. And then I am concerned. Then I am worried. If he rotates on the on if he rotates or doesn't pick his best team against Brentford, I'm fuming. I'm fuming. And I'm totally with um Sharoy. Partey is our is our most important player. If you give me the choice. Of play party against Brentford or against Manchester City, Brentford. It's Brentford. Oh, also, um, if Arsenal ain't to uh, not to win this game for for whatever reason, would you then bring in the cup game? As like you know, lost momentum. It's now three games without a win. Or do you still keep that one separate? Lee, Go on. it's funny because so, sorry, sure, sorry. I I just. You can, I'm saying this success on the live, you can look at it how you want. So on the one hand, you could say, we've just lost to Everton, but wow, what a January we had. You know, and even just before that, we all, since the World Cup, West Ham, Brighton, draw in Newcastle, then we beat Spurs and United. You think that's a fantastic run. Well done. You could also flip it and go, Arsenal have only won two of their last five. No one two of their last five. Spurs, United, drew in Newcastle, lost to City, lost to Everton. Actually, maybe that's the bad form Sam Matface is talking about. So, I, so you know, it, it, I'm a glass half full guy. And I hope Arteta is, you know, having that kind of mindset around the place rather than rather than saying, you know, you've only won two of your last five. We need to turn this around. This is it's, bad form. It's very interesting because five minutes from the end of the game at Everton, you know, I was doing me that a little bit and a fella turned around and said to me, this is all because of that FA Cup game. We've lost. I momentum. disagree. I I, I I I didn't agree with it. I don't I, agree. I sort of brushed it aside a little bit and said, no, 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 that I, um, didn't really, you know, matter and whatever. I, but, I don't agree. But if we wasn't, if we was to lose to lose at Brentford, was not to get a result against Brentford. I, that's what I'm saying. That's the question I'm asking. And we're just thinking it's just I, Everton and Brentford or are we, are we bringing that Manchester City game into it? Lee, I think the media narrative will be, oh, because they didn't put their best team out against City, that triggered the next two results. I think as we all agreed, I think, at the start of this pod, 
I think we lose that Everton game regardless. It was a game where Everton were just on top. I think if we'd have beaten City and knocked them out of the cup, I still think we would have lost that Everton game. So yeah, I would not that, that I cup defeat. There's, there's that, but there's also, look, we, we lost against PSV and then came straight back. We got dumped out of the Carabao Cup and then pretty much came straight back. That didn't interrupt momentum. And those were those were cup competitions where, you know, form and momentum are equally applicable. Right so so that's, that's, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, All right, we'll um, we'll go into some uh, predictions now. Uh, we were going to touch on uh, Jesus. Gabriel Jesus. Um, let's just remind ourselves of where we are with the league table. Showed it last show. Anyone watching or listening on audio platforms? Turkish still top with twenty eight points. Lee second with twenty six. Jordan with twenty two, and Sharoy last with twenty. Embarrassing, mate. Embarrassing. Um, yeah. Um, do you want my points, Sheroy? Because quite frankly, I'm sort of sick of paying Lee judges money. To be honest, every time I've come on here, I haven't got one right either. So I'm, oh, right. I'm, I'm not much better than you, so don't worry. It seems to be the more you know your football, the the, the more you get wrong. I'm staying out of this one. I'm staying out of this one. I never thought of it that way. Something in that. Um, yeah, a yeah, load of crap. As we get our <laughs> of the week ready, um, just anyone, just a quick word on um, Gabriel Jesus. I mean, I, 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 can, I, can I have a quick word on Jesus? I'm not, on. I'm not even worried about it at this moment in time, and I'll tell you why. I'm not even going to rely on him because look at um, Smith Rowe, been out for a long while, comes back injured again. Like, you know, I'm, I'm you know, what will be will be. I, I think that. The, the good thing for me is if Jesus comes back and he's on the bench for every game, uh, that gives us an option, like, you know, but relying on him, I think he's a fantastic right, player. But not, I, not I, relying, I, sorry, not, not necessarily relying upon him, but very quickly, the, the fixtures that you rattled off, James, that sort of take us up to the slightly more difficult fixture list on paper, that sort of coincides with the projected return date of Gabriel yeah. Jesus, right? So if we're, looking at, if we're looking at a wonderful script, it's, all right, you got through... A tough but a doable run of fixtures and you're about to get to crunch time in the title race and your main man comes back and gives you that lift that, that everyone needs right so I'm, I'm hoping that's how it works out i'm quite you know quietly hoping that's the fairy tale but as you say anything can happen on the road to recovery so i don't want to get too gassed about it yeah all right score predictions and comments of the week uh Shiroi, what are you going for brentford at home two one arsenal i think we we can see the fair view at home we haven't kept as many clean sheets as i'd like and i also think that brentford defensively will be Relatively resolute, so it's not going to be as free scoring. I don't think now that I've said mm. that, it probably won't happen. Yeah, I actually agree with that. And I know we've not gone in any particular order whatsoever there, so I completely messed it up. But go on, Lee. I, 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 I'm, I'm torn between two ways. Exactly what Sharoy said there. We do concede goals at home. Um, <clears throat> He don't get them right, does he, Sharoy? He's a bit like yourself and Jordan. So this, um... <laughs> so rude. <laughs> I can't even argue. I can't even argue. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick my neck out and go two 0 but a very, very tough two 0 And I wouldn't surprise if Brentford scored first. I'm gonna play tactical here because I'm, I'm gonna try and win this league. I'm gonna go one one. I'm gonna go one all. I, I, I think, yeah, I'm gonna go one all. I'm nervous of that, by the way. I'm nervous yeah. of uh, Arsenal find it really hard to get a goal, but they get something. But actually, Brentford have caught us on the counter, and it's and it's. But anyway, we'll see. But Arsenal have responded well this season. They have responded well to defeats or bad results of some mm-hmm. sort. You know, two bad performances. It's a massive what? game, man. Yeah, massive. Yeah, it's huge, man. It's yeah, huge. I, I remember when Arsenal. They they won at Leeds, having not played well, in my opinion. They drew at Southampton. They weren't great for a lot of that game. And then we beat Forest 5-0. Then we won 1-0 at the bridge. You know, Arsenal have it in them to, um, you know, respond really well when they hit a bit of a lull. And I hope Arteta, whatever he's doing behind the scenes, that he's getting that reaction out of them, goes for that again. Let's go for comments of the week. I'm going to kick things off. Yasavi oh, again. He's not been... Huh? What have you gone for? What have you predicted? I said 2-1. Oh, I said 2-1. I didn't yeah. hear you. Sorry. Well, you don't listen. Um, well, uh, only when you're talking. <laughs> got, <laughs> got super chat um, from Yasavi from um, the live show. Again, he's not even putting his uh, his best comments in the uh, comment section. Fair <laughs> enough, but he, he's, he's enjoying this the live show. 
you, you, you'll catch it. You're, you're getting them from all angles, Jordan. But Yasavi was. Me? Um, he he sent in the comment last last show uh, about Jorginho and the you know having another player who whose name you won't mention. And he's gone for a similar kind of theme. He's gone for, I really hope Jordan doesn't become an announcer at the Emirates. You can see what <laughs> We can't afford to play with 10 men against Brentford. <laughs> as he won't say Shaka's name. So he's getting creative with them. I like Very good, very like good, them. very good, very good. Um, go on. Who wants to go next? Lee? Yeah, I've got one from uh, N. Marezzi. I hope I've got that right. Like, you know, because I didn't get a lot right in the last few seconds. <laughs> First, it was Chinchenko, and now yes. it's Nino. <laughs> oh, got a lovely joke. So, uh, yeah, you know, no. And that's we haven't mentioned Jorginho once today. Like, you know, I haven't anyway. Like, you know, so Between you and Robbie, by the way, has anyone seen on AFTV clips the, um, you know, Robbie's sort of list of names from the January transfer window? No, not yet. I will Go watch that. That is. World class. <laughs> well, he, he gets pulled up on it as well, like you know. But uh, you know, it's, it's something that um, uh, he butchered fifteen names. People, <laughs> people don't like you butchering names, do they? Like, there's, there's oh, I wonder why. <laughs> know, you know, like you can you can say something like you know, I don't know, Saint Oh, dare they? That's okay. But if you butcher someone's <laughs> name, you 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 you're the old, the old butchering police are out on you, and, they, and, and I, I see like you know, you have to get it right. You know, it's, it's something like, I am. To now be fair, when Robbie was calling Vinicius Vincensus, I think people. <laughs> <laughs> Point. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a different name completely. No, no, you've got you've got to you've got to watch it. I'm gonna watch I'll that. I'm gonna watch it. Head to AFTV clips. It's titled something like Robbie butchering name after name after name. Go watch that video. It's world class. I'm very conscious we've got a couple of minutes. I'm waffling on about other videos, but it's worth a watch. Uh, Jordan, what have you got? Um, I've got one a commenting from Dom. He says, um, this isn't a slight at Jordan and Lee, which then means obviously it is. Um, <laughs> but James's football knowledge is brilliant. Never panics and always sees each game for what it is. Uh, why I rate him higher than everyone else at AFTV. <laughs> Thank you, Mum. Thank you so much. You did as I asked. Who was that? Who said that? That was from Dom. That wasn't the only, that wasn't the only one like that. There was another one from uh PVVY Concepts that says James is the youngest amongst the crew, but he's the most intelligent in his analysis. So it seems like they liked you last week, but that isn't the one that I'm going for. Like, really? Why bloody mention it then? He stepped in, he stepped in as the host. He's coming for his boy Turkish. Let's give him the props where they're due, man. Let's give him the props. <laughs> We've got another one. Marvelous, marvelous Akio Day 3438. I look forward to seeing a midfield pivot of he who I shall not name from Jordan and for Lee, he who I simply cannot name. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. 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 That was my favorite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's genius. Yeah. It was his name. I'll share with you. I cannot name. Yeah. That is amazing. That is amazing. All right. We've got to conclude there. Everyone has busy days to get on with, but we've delivered a nice 51 minute show. The predictions are in. It's Brentford at home. How are you all feeling about Man United's drop points? Do you not care? Or do you think it's another little psychological boost? A little helping hand as Arsenal try to pick up form at a time where they really need it because it's a big opportunity these next nine games, as I touched on. We'll leave it there. Big thanks to everyone who's joined. Sheroy, brilliant. Lee, brilliant. Jordan, brilliant. Big thank you to all of your amazing comments as always. And we'll catch you on the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.